heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. After taking a first look at so many great upcoming games, I figured it was time to return to some of the classics. That's why this week on One Shot, we'll be featuring Legend of Five Rings 4th Edition. Many of you might know L5R from the trading card game, but there's also a role-playing system, and it is really good. For those who don't know anything about L5R at all, it's set in a world called Rokugan, which is very similar to feudal Japan, especially culturally. The obligation samurai have to upholding the Bushido Code is a strong theme in any L5R game. The rules do a great job of underscoring and increasing the tension you'd find in a lot of samurai fiction. It's a great game for tense political drama and edge-of-your-seat lethal combat. L5R was one of the few role-playing systems that's considered a classic that I hadn't gotten my hands on yet, and I wanted to be sure that we recreated the experience of L5R faithfully. So I'll say this, the game that we played is much more dramatic than your usual one-shot stories. I can assure you that the tension in this story builds to an unbelievably edge-of-your-seat conclusion. To accomplish that, it was a lot more serious than most of our games. So, if you're looking for silly jokes and U2 puns, this is perhaps not the recording for you. But if you'd like to see me stretch my genre muscle, then by all means, listen, because this is an amazing game. And to help me bring a little bit of drama to the world of One Shot, I invited from the RPG Academy, Michael and Caleb, and from the GM Academy, Jim McClure. Everyone involved with this recording is really talented, and you should definitely check out their shows. There'll be links to those in the show notes. And if you are looking for a more lighthearted one-shot story, this week on Thursday we'll be releasing the first part of our Feast Hall of Ash adventure, sponsored by More Games. Thanks to More, all this month OneShot will be releasing a Pathfinder adventure every week on Thursday. And it's definitely the sort of adventure you've come to expect from One Shot. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. First up is Caleb. Caleb is joining us from the RPG Academy, which is a podcast that we've spoken to on a number of occasions. You can look their archive for uh, Kat and I and uh, Caleb. Welcome to the show. Hello, James. It is a pleasure to be here. Well, we're really glad to have you. Uh, who are you going to be playing for us this week? Today, I am playing Hida Kagura, a Shugenja from the Crab Clan. Just to give people an idea of Hida, what, what, what does Hida look like? Hida is a grizzled warrior, uh, late 30s, a little bit of a paunch. Mm-hmm. Um, he was never a frontline fighter, but he has definitely uh, seen his share of the Great War. His task uh, on the field was actually uh, kind of tactically to protect uh, the better warriors around him. Okay. So, so he was he was known for his ability to uh, bolster defenses and protect uh, the warriors on the front lines. Excellent, excellent. And the Crab family, or the Crab clan, I should say, has a reputation uh, for being a little bit uncouth, um, a little bit outside of the uh, regular social order. How does he carry himself? Uh, Hida is the very classic, always suspicious old man. 
Mm-hmm. He's always uh, sitting with his back to the wall. He's giving people the eagle eye to find the danger before it happens. Right. Uh, so he's probably going to be a little less polite at times because he's checking people out to find the bad guys. Which definitely falls within the lines of, you know, how the crabs operate. They Everyone's are... a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Other than the crab. Everyone Shh. is a potential vessel for taint. <laughs> So that makes a, a lot of sense. Uh, were the people that he'd have fought, like, were, did you fight in wars against humans or were, were there dark forces at all in your past that you faced? Oh, clear, clearly dark forces as, as we, when we get into it, the, the great destroyer war, the cult from the south. Yes. Wonderful. All right. So you, you not only do you have the thousand yard stare of a man who's seen war, but also a man who's seen crazy demon monsters. I have definitely seen the effects of the dark taint and the mutations it would create, he probably expects every single person he walks by to erupt in some <laughs> sort of tentacled fanged horror. Perfect. Perfect. That's quintessentially crab. Uh, let's move on to our next guest, who is also from the RPG Academy. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you, James. It's a real pleasure to be here. Really I'm glad. Excited. I'm super glad that you guys came out for this. Oh, thank you. Who are you playing for us this I'm week? I'm going to be playing Haruma Shimabuku. He is also from the Crab Clan. However, as part of my like a political favor, I guess, as a child, I was sent to uh, school with the Spider Clan, which in the setting that we're playing exists. And uh, I'm kind of a man of two worlds. I came from the crab, and I lived with a spider, and now I'm not really welcome in either. And I'm small, uh, especially for a crab. I actually have the disadvantage that I'm small in stature. Okay. And I constantly try to look for ways to prove myself. So I'm a little overeager to get myself in danger to prove that I'm worthy of, of a samurai. So you are caught between two clans in a way. Uh, they're both kind of unconventional clans, yes. though. Uh, Spider, brand new. There are a lot of people in the Empire who sort of don't know if they can trust them and don't know what to expect from them. And Crab are, again, saddled with the baggage of being generally uncouth folks who are not uh, not together with the social order. So how does Hiruma carry himself? Again, the, the Spider Clan, which is only a clan recently, mm-hmm. were the bitter enemies of the Crab Clan for generations. So they have bitter enemies. And, uh, but I have, because I was small in stature anyways, I've always been a little outside of Crab. Okay. And I actually found welcome in the Spider Clan, which makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable that I actually feel better in the Spider Clan than I do in the Crab Clan. So I kind of resist some of that. I'm actually a little bit more couth and educated and try to be etiquette and polite mm-hmm. than a normal crab because it kind of gets under their skin a oh little bit. cool yeah yeah I, I can see slinging those arrows from the safety of the spider clan <laughs> that's right uh and how old is your character because you're a bit younger than most of the people that we're going to be encountering Correct. and certainly younger than Hida. yeah i just graduated my schooling so i think i'm 17 or so okay so n- not quite grown into your body, and uh, you may not with that small disadvantage. That's right. And for some reason, I have lost my wakazashi. We will find out exactly why <laughs> at some point in the adventure. I am looking forward to that so much. Um, no, no greater sin. And before we move on to the person GMing this adventure, I actually get to play this week because there is uh, somebody approached me who is perhaps the greatest L5R fan that I have ever met in my life. And this is a system that a lot of people talk up. I hear good things about this game from everybody who's played it. But this guy insists that it's one of the 
greatest games uh, ever made. So I know we're in for a treat and we're going to get the full effect of L5R. So my character for this week is Miramoto Kumo. He is a member of the Dragon Clan, and he's somewhat of a young samurai. He was brought up in the warrior family, the Miramoto family, and he has trained in the famous Miramoto uh, two-weapon style. He wields both his katana and his wakizashi in battle. He's someone who carries himself with sort of a gentle calm. His face is often impassive. His eyes tend to wander, looking around at the different things in his environment. And he speaks with a very even and calm voice. He's the sort of person who's also got a face that is so young and so pretty that everybody else around him sort of hates him for that. It's like one of those things, you look at him and you just wish you could punch him to knock him out of like whatever is making him act the way he acts. Um, he wears the traditional armor of the Dragon Clan. It is a green scaled armor that is lined with gold. And he carries carries on his right hip the wakizashi and katana at all times. And that's me. So let's move on to our GM for this week. Uh, Jim, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, uh, James. Uh, I like your name. It's a good one. <laughs> I like it when it's stretched out. That makes it, you know, it's more official. <laughs> well, I, and after that wonderful introduction, I'm sitting there going, can I ever live up to that kind of expectation as, as, as world's number one L5R fan? Uh, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to disagree with that. Yeah, if you disagree with that uh, right into the show uh, and challenge Jim to a duel. Absolutely. Be happy to. Well, uh, I, I get to choose the weapons. Uh, but no, I am uh, get to choose the place and the location and location time. Up to one year from now. Absolutely. Otherwise, it's stalling. The, uh, yeah, my name is Jim McClure. Um, and I'm associated with the, uh, Roll20 GM Academy. Uh, of course, on Roll20, uh, that we service there, uh, helping GMs to become better GMs. And, uh, I've been talking with James and he asked me to come up and run a nice little, uh, L5R, uh, one shot here for one shot podcast. And for those that don't know, L5R is a samurai feudal Japan based system although a mythical version of it that takes place in a country called Rokugan and of course all of our, our players here today are going to be playing samurai in this culture. Now for those that are familiar with L5R you will know that there is a large rich history in L5R and a lot of events that happen. Now as I am the only player that has played L5R we are going to simplify a lot of this to make it accessible to every because again, there's really a lot to it. Um, so to give you a background in, in the story and the time frame that we are playing in, uh, a few years ago was the conclusion of the Great Destroyer War, where this cult from the south came north, busted through the southern wall of Rokugan, where the Crab Clan protects and has protected since the beginning of recorded history, and the Crab Clan was completely decimated, destroyed outright, and they needed the help of the rest of the Empire to fight back these destroyers. Ultimately, they won the war and, and saved Rokugan as it were, but part of the alliance that was need was with this group that lived out in the Shadowlands. And they have now been allowed to come into the Empire because of a political dealing with Empress Awiko, and they have given, given an official name called the Spider Clan. Now, the Crab and the Spider Clan do not get along at all because they have literally been fighting each other since recorded history, and now Empress Awiko has decided that they are a recognized clan and permitted within the Empire. 
Adding to the stress, they've been given the lands of the Shinnemori Forest, which border the Crab Territory, and there have been numerous territorial disputes, and we are going to be engaged in one of those today. And that is in the Kanzi province, which is a province that is now both shared by the crab and by the spider, an issue has arisen where the river that divides the two sections on the north half, the spider on the southern half, the crab, that river has now changed and flows in a different area. And now there's a contested of who controls the new area. And that is the situation that we are walking into. We have, of course, Haruma and Hida, who are members of the crab, who have been sent to help resolve this dispute for their clan. And from the north, we have Mirimoto, who has been sent by the Dragon Clan because the Empress has given the Dragon Clan special permission to oversee all matters of the spider, which that decision in and of itself has caused a little bit of tension. Um, but he has been sent down on his very first assignment for the Dragon Clan to also help mitigate this dispute. And with that, we will get into our story. Wonderful. Okay, so Hida and Haruma, you have traveled far from from your particular lands closer to the wall where all the reconstruction has been happening, the new buildings and all of that. Your your daimyos have told you of this dispute that they want you to go up and settle. Haruma, you're being sent specifically because you have experience with the spider, and more so than with experience with the spider, your school was only a short distance from where this territory dispute is. And you, in fact, are very familiar with this river, and just through the explanation, know exactly how the river changed course to adjust the the land territories. And you were being sent to assist in that regard because you have very specific experience with it. Uh, and Hida, of course, you are being sent on this mission because you have understanding of the magical world and specifically of some of the abominations that the magical world has produced. Because on top of a territorial land dispute, there have been numerous uh, reportings of strange activity creatures, perhaps even Oni, some dare say, in the area. So they needed someone with magical talents to, while we're overseeing the land dispute, also look into what else may be going on. And the two of you all come up on a road, and standing in front of you are two other of your fellow crab clans that are ready to check you into the province. They bow respectfully as you two approach. I would also bow whatever the appropriate amount would be. And I believe I would present my chop. Is that what I would do here? Uh, the, at this point, you would have been issued traveling papers, and that's what they're looking to okay. receive from you. See the traveling papers? Yes. Haruma? I, I would assume uh, that Haruma would not bow quite low enough, so I'd probably nudge him a little bit, <laughs> uh, bow appropriately, pull out my travel papers, and make a bit of a show of presenting them properly the way they should be. And with that, the guards kind of look you up and down a little bit and go, we're not that quite proper back here. Kind of, kind of look, looks over over the paperwork, um, rolls it back up, hands it to you. So you two are coming out to uh, settle the dispute that's arisen. Is that right? We are not authorized to settle. We are here to aid in the negotiations. Is that so? Because I was told you all were coming to settle it for us. He gives you a wink, wink. We are here to be the keen eye of the empress. And however her will is best executed, we shall advise. And, and you see him sort of thinking over the big words that you say. Cause <laughs> so, some of the crab aren't quite as educated as other samurai. And he, he he looks over his compatriot and you see him talk back and forth a couple times. And, and he confirms, oh, oh, 
Yeah, settle it. I got you. <laughs> and, and, and with that, they allow you two to pass. On the opposite side of the camp, we have Murimoto, who has come down a different path from the north and is being greeted with not one, not two, but seven crab samurai that are dressed in full battle armor and very interested in you. Yeah, so I come down the road. Again, I know that the crabs are there. I don't consider them threatening at all. Uh, so I'm sort of enjoying the scenery. This is my first time out of the mountains. I'm very much taking time to stop and smell the roses. They came out. I took note of it and I took my time coming up the street, still being respectful, but also taking in, uh, beautiful plains that I had never seen before in my life. And, and as you were walking through, one of the other things that, that you do notice as you're taking in the scenery is you see a good number of buildings that are currently underwater, where clearly there was not water at some point in the recent past, uh, but now are flooded almost to the tops of the buildings. So you, you, you have that on your one side and you have seven crab samurai standing, uh, very aggressively mm-hmm. with one that is clearly more polite and not in armor standing in front of them, giving you a very deep, gracious bow. I, with calculated mathematical precision, turn to him and bow ever so slightly higher to denote the fact that I am on business from the Empress herself. And with that, he introduces himself as Yasuki Kanzen. Miramoto Kumo. And what business do you have here in the Kanzi province? I am e- I'm here at the behest of our empress. I am here to settle the dispute that nature has seemed to bless this area with. You were sent directly by Empress Awiko. Yes, I have the paperwork right here. He, he unfolds it, c- c- kind of looks at you with an odd glance, rolls it back up. While, while we all directly serve the Empress, I'm sure even the dragon understand that they are sent by their daimyos, and he hands it back to you. Certainly. Uh, Miramoto, um, while you are most certainly welcome here within the province and are certainly here on official business, I would like to inform you that agents have already arrived to settle the matter, and that the dragon's interference perhaps is unneeded? We would be happy to accommodate you before your return trip. I certainly appreciate your dedication to getting this issue resolved. I believe the experience of many eyes is more valuable than that of few. He sort of rests back a little bit and thinks a little harder. The crab's reputation for hospitality has been well served on this day. (laughs) And I should like to report back that I was received with the hospitality... I am expecting. And I would hope that you would accept that responsibility and understand that the hospitality that we provide you should be seen with a keen eye, and that not all others involved in this would offer you the same hospitality. With that, Miramoto, let me show you to your quarters. Indeed. And and as um, he and I are walking past the guards... I will look over and say, I'm sure that you are familiar with the seven virtues of Bushido. Are you familiar with the eighth? It is silence. (laughs) (laughs) 
Says the young child <laughs> to your your experienced, <laughs> very advanced age, very advanced age. The um, w- w- with that, you all are taken. Uh, Hida and Haruma are taken to their uh, their quarters, which you see are very nice, very lavish. Perhaps one of the nicest buildings that you have ever been allowed to reside in, uh, which stands out as very uncommon compared to the rest of this encampment right on the contrast haruma is taken down by a house where the uh the the last two posts on either corner actually have water lapping up on them and you can see where stuff has been hastily drug out of this with incoming water and they're ushering you in as this is the place that you will stay with that, after a few moments of you all getting your, your supplies together, getting your bedrolls together, um, setting everything up, you all have had, uh, Haruma and Hida have had, uh, assistance peasants that have been assisting you in it. You have been relatively unattended to, mm-hmm. uh, Mirimoto. Uh, you do are come and gotten by an assistant, an actual, a, a Kram clan samurai that says the local lord and daimyo Yasuki Fujito is welcoming the new guests at the Saki house uh, to introduce you all to the new area. And he would appreciate your attendance there. And with that, they usher you up. They usher Hida and Haruma as well up into the Saki house. And when you enter, uh, you can clearly see this is a hastily constructed building. This has only been put up very recently. The ground is still disturbed where all of the pillars went in. Uh, we have tables set up. There's very nice sake set up in the back. Uh, there are a couple of geisha that are attending to the patrons. And while they are mostly crab clan, uh, mostly honorable samurai, although they are wearing all armor, which does strike you odd, there are a couple tables that are filled with different samurai. Samurai in dark Dark armor. You clearly see Mons that uh, Hida and Haruma you all recognize as Spider Clan Mons. Uh, Morimoto, you would recognize it from your training, but it is certainly the first time you have ever seen these. And they issue the three usher the three of you all to sit down at a table together. Looking at these samurai, do they all look battle hardened? I know that everybody here is definitely in armor and they seem like they would be ready to fight have they been fighting aha so you would need to make your investigation roll to see what you can discern from this because to your your untrained eyes they all look battle hardened compared to what you're used to of your your monks meditating in the mountains <laughs> uh but to determine a little more than uh than on your eyes all right. So that comes to a 15. 15. Um, yes. Uh, you, you can tell that the spider, uh, samurai more than the crab. Um, not only are, are they battle hardened, but it is clear they have recently been fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, that they are, uh, that there's small nicks and cuts on them. There is, you know, dirt and mud on their uniforms. Their katanas have not been cleaned off. Uh, there, there's still blood staining them, uh, actively. And to, to you, a purist, you would note of the the damage, of course, that will do to the blades over time, um, and and certainly turn up your nose to it. But they have clearly very recently been in some form of activity. The crab, on the other hand, just seems sort of general crabbish. Mm, of course, yes, <laughs> a little crabby, a little crabby. So I noticed Miramoto uh, was. Were we expecting someone from the Dragon Clan? Or you were this, not. So this is a surprise to us as well. It is. You were not told anyone else was attending to help with the, the the determination okay would i be able to know our station to one another when i bow would i know to bow lower or not as low as uh, you you only know what you walk up and can discern okay 
Uh, you you do walk up to someone who is certainly cleaner than the other folks in this area, and his armor is very fine. As I sort of err on the side of caution, I will bow what I think is the correct amount, maybe a slight bit lower since I don't know for sure, and introduce myself. As, uh, Recognizing uh, the cal- – like I watch you coming over, and I see you looking at me and thinking about it. I'm going to match you on your bow and bow exactly the level that you had. So we have a bow off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I think Hita would probably maybe internally roll his eyes a little bit about at this, but outwardly maintain a sense of decorum. Uh, he would certainly, when Miramoto came out of his bow, give him a very harsh once over. Respectfully, but still very clearly indicating. Miramoto sort of uh, takes in the room a little dreamily. His eyes come across your face and he makes direct eye contact for a second and then continues looking about the room in a dreamy serenity. He, he would grump at that a little bit. He, w- he should. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with that, you all hear and, and actually can see some commotion outdoors because the, the rice paper walls to the outside have not been put up yet. So it is actually all still very, very open to the outside. Um, and you see a great, I mean, a giant war horse from what you've seen because within Rokugan, there are only really small ponies and only one clan has full-size war horses and that is the unicorn clan on the far other side of the empire um but this is clearly a much larger horse than you have ever seen before and sitting on top of it uh riding forward to you uh is definitely a crab clan samurai uh but he is very small uh small to the point of haruma might actually be able to take him in a judo match um he is a, a tiny tiny person and and you see him ride up and the horse stops and you see him turn his his mouth into this crook of his elbow um, for a moment. And then he slowly dismounts the horse. And you see him trip and fall off the side and fall where his back hits the ground and his foot's caught up in one of the stirrups. And a couple samurai run over and rush and pu- pu- pull his foot out and stand him back up and dust him off. And he, he sort of shakes him off and starts walking into the room. Immediately when he walks in, you see all the other crab samurai stand up and give a great bow to him. I follow suit. Yeah. As would I. He did as well. Um, you do notice that the spider sitting on the far side of the room do not move and do not take their attention from their sake. Mm. He looks at the three of you and walks on over, and you can tell he's, again, small even for uh, uh, your standards, Haruma. He, he's only about 4'8", um, a, a tiny man, very uh, – he, he has almost no muscle, it seems, on his body, especially compared to what, what you're used to with the crab. And as he walks up to you before he says anything, he leans in the crook of his shoulder again, <coughs> coughs a few times, gives you all a slight bow, says, Greetings, I am – Yasaki Fujito. Miyamoto Kumo. Miyamoto. Hida Kagura. Haruma Shimabuka. <laughs> Haruma, you, you have an interesting personal name. And with that, he just sits down at the table with you. Our table. Your table, with the three of you. I want to check, does he look like he's 
fatigued, maybe ill, and that's what's causing the cough, or is he, like, drunk off his ass? Do you have the investigation skill? I do not. Then you may make an unskilled roll to determine. How would I do that? What you will do is you will roll a number of dice equal to your perception, because that's the key trait. Okay. So you'll roll and keep that number of die, but because you're unskilled, even if you roll a 10, they will not explode. Gotcha. Eight. Eight. You're very unsure. Could just be a cold. It could be a, a deeper illness. It could just be some dust from hitting the ground. You're not sure. Okay. Uh, can Hida be a little bit leery of him for any ill humors or supernatural influence that might be mm. causing this activity. It, it, it's a, a very common crab issue um, and something that very leery of. So are, are, are you intentionally staying away? I would certainly not want to approach more than necessary, but I would want to remain polite, but I would not sit next to him. Okay. Uh, however, can I um, maybe use some of my spell knowledge or lore knowledge to get what, a sense? What lore do you have? Uh, I have Shadowlands and Theology. Absolutely. You may make it lore Shadowlands to see if he has any sort of presence of corruption. Um, 17. 17. Um, as far as you can tell from the outward signs, you can't tell any presence of Shadowlands corruption. I think I would have a slight sense of ease, but not calm and relaxation. I would be on my guard, especially with so many spider around here. And Morimoto, how are you treating the samurai who just sat at the table with um, you? I, I, I smile when, you know, he, he sits down next to us. I found my journey to be quite pleasant. You, how was yours? I have been here almost since my Gimpuku. And you, you, when you look at him, you can tell his eyes are very saggy. He seems very tired, but he's young. He, he's mm -hmm. very young as well. I was stationed here again almost after my Gimpuku. I did not travel anywhere, most certainly not as far as <sighs> you, Morimoto. Then it is thanks to your efforts that my journey was a safe one. It is to my efforts that you are here, Morimoto. I requested a number of samurai to assist in this matter because it is, unfortunately, a delicate one. I appreciate that, and I respect both parties to the utmost. Well, I am afraid most of my crab compatriots are not going to respect you, Morimoto. It appears we've had some issues, at least as they believe, with the dragon not ruling as favorably as they so desire. I see. Which leads me to why we are here and why you all have been sent here. We have an issue in the Kansan province, my province, the province I was charged to protect, and that it was split between us and the Spider Clan among the Yansen River. And everything was fine until a few weeks ago when the Yansen River suddenly changed course and flooded out about half the village. Now, this change of course has granted the spider extra land that they believe is theirs. And they are citing reasons that are incomparable to me. The fact is that was the land in which the, the imperial map makers, I forget that term, um, <laughs> drew the maps. Cartographers? Cartographers. The imperial cartographers drew the maps, and that is where the border lies. Yet they have refused to abide by our edicts to vacate their 
newly acquired territory, as they call it. The cartographers respected the flow of the recent flow of the river? No, the cartographers were here several years ago drawing the original maps, and those maps are the maps that Empress Awiko, may she be blessed, approved for us to follow, and those are the maps that we hold to to this day. The spider believed that the map was written off the river, and if the river changes, the territory changes. I see. So, I have called you all here, hopefully to make sense and to be an outside party to inform the spider that they need to get off of our territory. I'm sure you all can understand this is a simple issue that can move back and forth. All you have to do is go explain the position of the rest of the Empire to the spider, remove them from the territory, and we will be back to the status quo. (coughs) Of course. This is... Coincidental. Coincidental would be a word for it. Yes. Additionally, I have been trying to keep my samurai at bay to a degree because there has been some recent heated exchange, mostly over the territorial dispute, but there have been claims of strange happenings in these woods. There have been strange happenings in these woods since the first day I was here, but two crab samurai have gone missing. And some of the other samurai under my charge are getting harder and harder to control. If we can alleviate this territorial dispute, I feel some of the other issues will be alleviated as well. I would agree with that assessment. So, with that, I charge you, you need to go speak with Daigotsu Jin, the leader of the Spider Clan. Resolve this issue. Come back and let me know that it was resolved. And we may all move on with our lives. With that, he sort of stands up. He falters a little bit with a step, gives you a bow, and departs. The three of you all are left sitting at the table. It is an honor to meet you both and work with you. Same to you, friend. As to you, no, I will nod. I do not believe that this is as simple as he may believe. I believe the conclusion will be simple, but the way that it is reached will be very complex. When it comes to these lands, nothing is as it seems. I agree with that assessment. And I fear that with our friends across the way, nodding across the tent, Mm -hmm. we might have more to deal with than is easily handled as we have been instructed. Your victory against the dark forces was hard fought and somewhat miraculous due to the partnership between you and what became the spiders if i were a clever enemy i would break up that partnership at the quickest opportunity that is a wise tactical assessment and 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 with that you 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 hear a a stumbling drunk coming towards your table and and you you sort of draw the attention because a couple chairs go clatter 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 (laughs) you 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 look over and there there's this uh well giant to some of you that the members heat in her room of the crab clan you've seen many people this size in your clan uh this would be one of the tallest men that uh mirimoto has ever seen and clearly intoxicated and he is stumbling and he lands with one of his big hands on the table. You are the ones, right? Indeed. Not you. You are the crab warriors who have protected this land. Indeed. Your Mm. word. He just stares, like, longingly into your eyes for a minute. I stare, I stare, like, happily back. I'm smiling as, as he's staring. We've had you northern men in here before. You, you dragon. And he sort of 
hits Haruma on the shoulder. You know the dragon. I'll probably fall off my chair. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sort of like catches the back of your chair and sits you upright, laughing jokingly. We, 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 we've had dragon in before. They, uh, they award territory to the scorpion. They award land. They award decisions. They award decisions. He, he relays in his mind, decisions is what they award to the spider. You're not here to do that, are you? I am here to decide this manner in a way that will be acceptable to both parties. You listen to the way this guy talks? You're not even drunk. I have not yet been offered sake, but I would most likely indulge should it be presented. You, you, you see him wave and a couple bottles are brought over and he brings and he sits down in a chair with you and he's still very leery of you and is making regular jokes at the expense of the dragon clan a lot of references to your 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 wonderful mountain tuna that you eat up there in the north and and when he when he brings up mountain tuna i laugh with him (laughs) and 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 for those following on your score sheet at homes mountain tuna is a rare delicacy of the dragon clan because you are not allowed to eat red meat yet living in the mountains really cuts down on the amount of fish so they eat goat or quote-unquote mountain tuna to stay within polite society so with that all of a sudden you see a couple of his friends from across the bar are, are chanting something in your direction mm-hmm. um and, and you hear him saying sadane 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 and and, and he, he almost looks embarrassed this crab sitting at the table almost looks embarrassed for a minute mm-hmm. um and, and he he's waving his hand and sort of shaking him off um and then and he, are you are you well versed in the art of sadane i am an amateur sir we should play a game. I'm willing to indulge. Wonderful. And again, for those of you who are following along at home, Sedane is a traditional game that is played where two samurai will stand in front of each other and either an object will be selected or they will use each other and take turns giving polite insults to them. And uh, we're going to try this. So with, with that, you, you see the a lot of attention of the room sort of, sort of draws into what's going on. How would, like gambling on this go <laughs> very common okay especially I, among the crab okay i would look at um he done and sort of subtly with like my hands like be making wagers just sort of like how, how, how much coke are you wagering mm, i don't know how much i have we'll, we'll say a little because I've, I've not yet got the full measure of miramoto so i'm going to start by wagering um, it'll be I, it'll be one game. It'll be done back and forth, and then a, a winner will be chosen when the other cannot okay. think of another insult. Well, I'm thinking sort of like a, almost like in a, a horse race. Like it'll go back and forth. Like fair as, enough. You know, like as they go back and forth, the wagers might change. Fair enough. So this type of gambling is acceptable. Oh, gamble, and expected. Uh, g- gambling is, is honestly a good pastime. It's it's an odd tradition within samurai of they enjoy to gamble, but they are forbidden from taking part in commerce. And money holds little value, but they enjoy the sport of gambling, especially the crab. It's a wonderful pastime of theirs. So with that, they they, they clear out a couple tables, um, and, and the giant crab stands on the other side of you. Uh, he stumbles a couple times from side to side as he, he's trying to get get his bearings together. And he he, he looks down at you and goes, "It's a a good thing that the." Dragon tend to dye their hair black because it covers so much of your attractive face. He laughs, like he throws his head back in in, in a laugh uh, about that, and stand and stands up and presents to the room. Observe, this man is a paragon of the crab. Such broad shoulders and such tiny feet. <laughs> 
and, and he gets a chuckle back and and he looks i i suppose that there's a reason that the great wall to the north you built was so much shorter than ours it must be much easier for the dragon to see over <laughs> Indeed, and it is so good that you built your wall so high to not offend dark forces with your stink. <laughs> and and it is it, it is abundantly clear that you must keep your peasants busy, as the clothing that they have dressed you in is a clear labor of their efforts. And it is very clear that very little labor goes into the clothing made around here. And and you see his his face is starting to to, to turn a little bit south, and and the the, the sake's taking over him a little bit, as he he kind of stammers back and forth and thinks about it. Well, if I would have looked as what good as you, I guess they would have promoted me to empress. I believe an empress of your stature would most certainly frighten all clans into behaving. <laughs> And, and and with that, he 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 thinks he he spits and stutters a couple words and slams his hand down the table and walks out. As the money starts exchanging and everyone gets a good laugh, other than him who's embarrassed at, at his lost game. Uh, I, I, after you you sit back down, you actually get a couple couple pats on the shoulder from the crab clan, uh, which is to a degree off putting because mm-hmm. physical contact is greeting is uh, not not something that's common in in your area, but uh, the crab enjoy their physical contact. Um, a, a, after a couple greetings, you you actually see some of the dark dressed uh, samurai get up and are m- making their way over towards you. Even still feeling the buzz of the sake that I must have been ingesting during this time, I take a breath and sort of uh, compose myself to meet them with a uh, serious gaze to let them know that I am taking them very seriously. Hida would also shoot uh, a bit of a cautionary glance to both um, Miramoto and Hiruma conveying through the glance that the three of us are together and if something were to happen he would stand in the way i i nod appreciation at that i pass um he does some coin that i lost in the bed and i kind of i nod appreciatively at miramoto Uh, that is not a, a wager i will make mistakenly make next time i should hope so so with that the the uh it's actually just one of the spider samurai he he makes his way to the table. He he gives a slight bow. He, he's clearly an older man. Um, I I bow lower than him to let him know that I appreciate his uh, position. And he he looks over at uh, at Hida and Haruma. Are you with this dragon? We are at this table together. Yes. Are you with this dragon? We have all been appointed to help resolve this issue. Good. Daigotsu Jin is going to appreciate your sense of humor, Morimoto. And if you have been brought in, not as reserves, but as attaches, he will appreciate your company. And with that, he just bows, walks out. Are you certain you wouldn't like to stay and speak more? He just keeps walking. Your position is very clear. I think I know where my Wakazashi ended up. It's <laughs> <laughs> awful. Um, so disrespectful. Of, uh, Terrible disrespect. Now, now, insults of that caliber are not appreciated as I slide you some more sake. <laughs> Back and down. Miramoto, our young friend here has a unique understanding of our 
Spider Brothers. And uh, as we move forward with our venture, though young, he may have insight to share with both of us. I would hope so. This is a delicate issue, and from what I have seen thus far, I believe the crab may have more legitimate claim to these lands than the spiders. However... I do not see it that way. Interesting. The impression that I received from the spiders is that they are very firm. That unwavering firmness could cause undue stress. Should we decide in favor of spiders, the crab would most likely be upset, as we would be taking something they see that they have possessed for a long time. Should we rule in favor of the crab, the spiders have more attachment to this land for less reason. It's interesting that they should be so firmly attached. Obviously, I would like to see none of my home taken from me, and I can appreciate that, but this is newly gained, and done so with interesting methodology. I believe that is where our investigation should lie. If we can figure out what caused the change in Corson River and perhaps change it back, we will have solved the problem and hurt no one. I would also be interested in your thoughts on the reasoning for the close attachment and defense of this lands on behalf of the spider clans. Their position for so many years became one of necessity, and they had to adapt to survive. And if the rules were written that the river was the division, then the river changing means nothing. The, the river could change another mile, and that is their land by their reasoning. I see. That is unfortunate. The times have changed, and though we appreciate the hard effort of the Spider Clan, and we have recognized that welcoming them into our society, our society does have written laws. This could be difficult to navigate. I believe our decision will be aided by investigating the reasons behind not only the change, but also the motivation for such a strong need to preserve a hold on this land. Indeed. I want I, I believe knowing why the spider wants to retain hold is important. Yes, that is paramount. I see that as if they give up something they see as their own, where does that stop? And soon they'll be pushed back outside the wall and back outside the empire. Ah, but they have been given something they've never possessed before. And that is as the crabs see it. And if one cannot see with the crab's eye, one cannot speak to the crab's mouth. He looks confused and takes some sake. <laughs> the dragon is said to possess aspects of nearly all creatures. We have the jaws of a lion, and the eyes of a shrimp, and the talons of a crane. The shrimp and the crab see in a very similar way. It is important to put yourself in the perspective of the person you are going to speak to if you wish to see eye to eye. Oh, I do not disagree. I just believe that you should do the same for the spider as well. This I, I indeed do. I am deeply troubled by their situation, especially being so new to the Empire. The crab are going to see themselves as superiors, and they must see you as equals. This is going to be quite troublesome for us both. 
And with that, the rest of the evening goes in a, a sake-fueled uh, environment um, th- throughout the night. Uh, it doesn't take long for, as, as the rowdier um, crab samurai uh, sort of start filing in after the end of their, their day's watch, the spider are quick to vacate the rest of the premises. Um, you all remain for some period of time drinking, and then it is time for evening and night falls. Next morning, we arise up. You all are woken. You have a standard breakfast that is provided for you. You are told you must go to the dining areas. Mm -hmm. You all are provided food in your barracks. And you all are brought back together, presumably to start the investigation. I hope your night was restful. It was. As is ours, ready to investigate with clear minds. Indeed. So, you are told uh, that Daigotsu Jin and the spider encampment is now on, obviously, the other side of the river. The bridge that did gap it was washed out in the recent changes, um, but a new bridge has been constructed, which will get you over it, but it's a little bit hairy. This riverbed, just looking at it, uh, does it look deep? Like... The are, are you asking for for, you, for the old the, river? You yeah. haven't been able to see the old river bed okay. yet. It is on the opposite side, and you haven't seen it yet. Gotcha. But as we're we're going right there, I assume as you all go to speak with Daigotsu Jin, or was there something else you all wanted to do before you go and spoke with him? I don't think so. As long as we have all of our necessary travel supplies and equipment, uh, I would be fine with heading out immediately or directly. Um, I don't see anything that I need to investigate. I guess I want to look at the river here. Um, I know it's a weird question. Does it look like flooded lands or does it look like a river in its natural state in a new place? Uh, it, 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 to a degree, both. Uh, it looks definitely like flooded lands because, again, you still see debris. You still see, um, you know, buildings that are clearly now underwater. Um, but the river is now flowing down a clear path. This is just clearly its new path. And so it has not carved it down into the ground yet, but it seems to be this is where the river is flowing now. Um, you know, it just hasn't had enough time to work on the land to make it established. Sure. Now, there was a reference made to the maps that are used to the border. Would we be able to see those maps? I uh, no. The um, imperial cartographers, yes, um, travel the empire on a pretty regular circuit and map out borders, map out things. And there's actually a long history culture to it because the original ones that were done by the first Hentai dynasty um, – very incorrectly established how big it was, but because it was done specifically by the emperor, they cannot directly change it. So they have this whole thing of it takes a lot longer to get from one side to the other than the official maps say. So politely, you have to say, I stopped at all of the shrines and prayed because you can't say that the maps were incorrect. Because we're samurai and culture means everything to us. <laughs> now, they do send their cartographers around to map out new areas, to redraw maps and all that. But all of that is kept at the capital and is, is not something that is regularly distributed other into heads of the family and clan right. champions. So my my thought there, and I may be outside of left field here, is that we're looking at this issue here. But, like, where is the river now flowing long-term that it didn't used to? Maybe the true objective of whatever happened isn't here. This is a side effect. And now the water five miles down the road is doing something that we need to investigate as well. I I would agree with that assessment, Spider. I believe that this river has changed course in 
an unnatural manner. It may have changed the course of this whole area. I believe it indeed will do that if we are not careful. Um, with, with that, did did you all want to make your way across the river to go to Jin? Yeah. Or as, as do we do we want to talk to Jin first or investigate the river first? I feel like we've got an appointment with Jin, right? Yeah, I, I think it would be respectful to speak to him first, yeah. and then carry on our investigation from that point. Okay. So with that, and, and you've been told where his stays, where the, the spider encampment is on the other side of the river, um, you go and again, there's a hastily constructed bridge that literally, it, it's sort of planks of wood that sit across some, some rooftops at this point. And it, it's quite shaky and not well traveled. Anyone who wanted to go across this thing really wanted to go across this thing. Um, but it's not an immediate danger. And of course you, you cross to the other side without issue. Um, after a few minutes of traveling, um, you travel a certain amount of distance and you come across the old riverbed that was there, which is, I mean, quite deep. It's, it, it's shallow to a degree, but it probably goes down 15 feet, um, where it had significant water that clearly this ran here for a long, long long period of time you you see some of the rocks where they have been eroded at the bottom from from centuries of water running through it as you go through go ahead and give me an investigation roll whoever's poking around and looking aruma's looking at the trees <laughs> like the good scout that he is right 14 13. 14, 13. Okay. Um, the other notable thing, which from this distance you can't make much out of it, is in the old riverbed, there is clearly some kind of construction going on. Wood pylons have been brought out. Um, there are stones that have clearly been cut for some kind of architecture. A building is going to go up, although at this point it's mostly raw materials. I would not recommend that. Now, from where we are at this point mm -hmm. geographically, mm -hmm. where's the divergent point? Where did the... Mm -hmm. the, Where did it change? How it, far up is river? Is it miles away? Is it a couple hundred yards the, away? And actually, Haruma is the only one who is directly aware of this because, again, he went to school in this area. When it was described to him, he was he was quite aware of exactly the point. Um, it is a couple miles into the forest. This territory is actually at the very edge of the forest where you can see these really super tall trees. But especially as crab, you know, most people don't like to go in there because for centuries it's been said that these are haunted. Um, but you know from being in the area and you've been through these trees you know the exact divergent point they're talking about and it's probably and i keep trying to avoid to use the term miles because miles don't mean anything here but uh, approximately three four distance units into miles the, the, don't the mean anything in that world but in this one they <laughs> do a very good job of conveying meaning distance unit distance unit how long would it take for us to walk there um, I mean, you, 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 you figure it, it's probably a 20, 30 minute walk. Okay. Ah, uh, long, uh, hour walk. So you're I, samurai, I forget, y'all don't run. That's right. We're, we mosey. I do find it very odd that they did not take time to build a bridge worth a damn, but they're already working on a new something inside the riverbed. That is very concerning. You wouldn't describe your fellows as impulsive, would you? Not in this regard, no. All right. Makes me think Perhaps they we knew should it was... investigate what they are doing yes. before we come to a complete judgment call. That's... Indeed. It would be built by people of the servant class, right? The Generally speaking, that's what you you would expect the builders to be with samurai directly overseeing them. Mm -hmm. Oh, so there, if there are people overseeing, then... Uh... 
So like, what what we're looking at is in the riverbed after we cross the bridge mm-hmm. where the river used to be. You, you you cross the bridge. You walked about another ten minutes before okay. you got to then the riverbed that you could see. And based on the directions you were given, you know that if you keep going straight ahead, you will get to where the spider encamped in Daigotsu Jin. And sort of off to your left, north up the riverbed a little bit, you can see again the piles of construction material. But you're at a kind of a distance that you can't really tell what's going on, other than they're clearly staging big things that look like they're going to build a building. And did the river flow north to south? Yes, it did. So what we're looking at is in the direction of... You're, you're looking what used to be upriver huh. from where you all stand. So you sort of have the options of you can continue on to Daigotsu Jin, mm-hmm. or you can go over to where you see these supplies. I still think we go on because of the etiquette. I, I yeah. feel it is appropriate to speak to Daigotsu Jin first. He will perhaps be able to enlighten us on what this construction is meant to be. Very true. Or perhaps we can get permission to investigate without him knowing exactly what he's given permission for us to do. That is also wise. So with that, you all move on and you actually get into uh, the forested area. Uh, it is quite dark. I mean, they are very tall, uh, almost 100 foot tall trees. It's actually very prized wood in the rest of, of the empire of the Shinnaman Mori forest. Um, as you travel paths that, that Haruma, you have traveled for years and, and you, you know them like the back of your hand. Um, a lot of dark, a lot of shadows all the way around uh, just from the high canopy up above. You get further in and you get into the spider camp itself. And you see definitely, I mean, it's more, more tents than buildings, um, tents that are made of flesh that they have, have dripped across, which is common for you, a very uncommon tradition in the, in the rest of Rokugan. Clearly animal skins of some variety. And as they, you get further in the camp, you know, there's no one that really bats you much of an eye. You see more spider samurai floating about, but they kind of look and then go about their business. Mm-hmm. In the center, there is one bigger tent than the rest of them. Um, and upon prodding, someone directs you that direction for, for Daigotsu Jin. As you enter into the tent, uh, the, you have to sort of move the flat from one side to the other. Sitting back there, you see there are shelves that have actually been built on the backside, and there is numerous things all over them. One that immediately catches your eye is, to your left is uh, three or four shelves that have a bunch of carved jade objects all over them, but several dozen of these type objects, different things, statues, samurai, beasts, etc., Sitting directly in front of you, kneeling, is a presumably Daigotsu Jin. As he stands there in his dark armor, uh, he has no hair whatsoever. Um, a big scar that runs from the bridge of his nose all the way back to his neck, um, down the middle. And he's staring at you, and he actually has a piece of jade in front of him that he has small tools that he's hammering on. Um, is or however there jade anything, is carved. Uh, with- lore theology or shugenja that would uh, let me know something about these statues that he's carved? Uh, no, you could do an unskilled intelligence role if you would so desire to look into it because it would be more of a, a lore craft or a lore jade. Uh, well, I've only got two. And that's that's only ten. Ten. So. They, they are nice jade statues. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and he doesn't sort of bow or anything. He's just staring dead at you as he's tinkering. Tink. Hammer. Cloth. Hammer. Cloth. Well, I would bow as a as appropriate, uh, but 
would I know anything about these statues, having spent time with the spider? Is this completely unusual? Is it just a little the, odd? The, it's unusual to you in the fact that it is spider. As crab, you are very familiar with jade because jade has resistant properties to the Shadowlands taint. Um, it's actually what you all wear when you go into the Shadowlands on your person to prevent you from getting corrupted. Um, so that that is the major significance of jade in this world is it is the purifying element to the Shadowlands taint. So odd into the fact of there is sort of the common belief that most spider are corrupted, even though they claim that they're not. And if they are corrupted, they have to be purged from the Empire. So more odd so much that you are finding this, especially this amount of jade within a spider's tent. I present a respectful bow. Miramoto. Daimyo. He sets the piece of jade down. The other thing that you notice is up above him is a uh, a daisho, a katana and wakazashi paired, and there is an additional wakazashi on top of it which is uncommon is but, there any meaning in that that i can glean i don't know what you, you hear somebody go and i like pull the collar of my armor out a little bit <laughs> uh n- normally uh, if there's a wakazashi it means someone's some samurai's dead yeah right. um and if someone has their wakazashi it normally means it's being taken back and presented to the family okay um, would is about the only reason someone would have an additional wakazashi okay he reaches back and he pulls up a scroll, and he hands it to you, Morimoto. I begin opening it, and uh, what, what, what... Within the scroll, as you open it and take a look, um, you see it is a letter from your daimyo mm-hmm. that says, thank you, Morimoto, for taking this assignment for us. We would appreciate anything that you could do to assist an old friend of mine and an old family friend of mine, Daigotsu Jin. We know that you will make the best decision possible for Rokugan. I see. I roll up the scroll. And I put it in my pack. Now, what has brought you three here? We wish to resolve this issue. I believe that the Kami have resolved this issue. They moved the river. They moved the territory. The only issue is that whining Yasuki on the other side. It was not my cartographers. I am not the Empress. They are the ones that decided where the map would be drawn, and it was drawn at the river. Now, I assume that's what you're here for. Again, I'm confused again, because I thought the cartographers drew the rivers at the old mapping, and that's what... In character, out of character. No, out of character, certainly. Oh, oh, no, no. Here's here's the thing about samurai culture. Everything's by word. Mm -hmm. So literally, cartographers came out, drew a map, and told them the border is at the river. And word means everything. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, that's what he he, he says to you. The Kami are the ones that move the river. I didn't move the river. They weren't my cartographers. They were your empress's cartographers. My empress's cartographers. Surely you appreciate the crab's position on this matter, though. I have no appreciation for the crab's position at all. You must respect where they are coming from, even if you do not agree with their assessment. For what possible reason would I respect, and he, his eyes turn over to Hida and turn over to uh, Hiruma, the decision of not the crab, clearly there are crab here present that are here to make a decision, but why would I respect the decision of a sniveling little child who has never been to war? Ah. And that is a position I can definitely identify with. 
However, the decision ultimately to be made must be agreeable to all parties, or else both the crab and the spider shall suffer a weakness that cannot be abided by the empire. Both clans must be strong, if all of us are to endure. I don't know exactly what you would refer to as weakness, but I don't see combat as weakness, Morimoto. Do, uh, do you know how they build castles in the Spiderlands? Enlighten me. On the bones of young samurai. I intend to build a palace. If the crab want to stand in that way, I would be happy to have additional building materials. I would caution you against such action. I would caution you, young samurai, and he points to the scroll on your side. I appreciate all information that is presented to me, and I can assure you that I will execute my duties to the fullest of my abilities. And what are your duties here? My duties are to serve. <laughs> well, let's talk about duties. We have a young Haruma over here, and I know young Haruma. I know young Haruma very well. My eyes go to that Wakasashi. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he trails your eyes yeah. back to it. Is that something of yours? I look to my hip where it's missing and goes... I believe so. You were so eager to get out of spider territory that you forgot one of your most prized possessions? Forgot is not the word I would use. <laughs> what word would you use? In this situation, I don't think I should speak the truth, but, <laughs> but Samurai... Blast, I didn't play a chord here. Yeah. Um, what I'm trying to think of, basically, is that I, I imagine that there was a reason why I had to leave quickly. It wasn't that I forgot it, that I, I was forced to leave before I could. Right. Take it. I just don't know how he would say that without just saying he was bullied, because then that would dishonor him. Yeah, you could say what you want. This guy's clearly not the most honorable yeah, he man doesn't in the really world. Care <laughs> it was imparted to me that I needed to leave quickly for my own safety, and that perhaps it would be my best interest to retrieve it later from your hands rather than from those who held it when it was time for me to go. He he, he actually looks a little bit confused at that statement. The uh, did they tell you your family? He's clearly baiting you for an answer, but you don't know it. No, I have not spoken to my family. Wonderful. Let me present you the wakizashi. And he takes it. He hands it to you. Okay. I hesitantly reach for it because this seems like a trap waiting to spring. <laughs> There's no trap, just a gift from one family to another. I trust you're not with the rest of the crab. That's why your family sent you here? Because of my unique knowledge of both Spider and Crab Clan, I was sent for my expertise. And you've traveled these lands. You know them back and forth. Very well. And you can bring a correct decision down on this matter. I can add a unique perspective to the decision-making process. What more decision-making process is there? You've spoken with me. Clearly, I'm sure you went and spoke with the, the, the Crab idiot. Um, decision time. The mountain endures winds and rains and all manner of calamity, yet it remains. In the face of opposition, I will do my duty, as I was brought up to respect the mountain. We are here to do duty. That does not mean that we are here to oppose you or some of your more eccentric ambitions. We are here to make a just ruling. 
If you feel your position is just, then trust in Bushido, trust, trust in justice. If it is yours, it will come to you. Young samurai, clearly they did not spend enough time with you in your schooling, and you should know that the spider do not adhere to Bushido, we adhere to Shorido, something that you should get accustomed to. And while the mountain may endure, sometimes the kami decide to change its direction. If the kami have made a decision, they will make it evident to us that decision has been made. Until that has reached my eyes, I cannot speak on behalf of my position. Well, I trust you all make a quick decision. As you saw, we are constructing a new shrine to Shahai. And as a point of note, you all would know who Shihai very well is. She is now, of course, deceased. Um, but she was the bride of Daigotsu, the head of the Scorpion, or the, I'm part the head of the Spider Clan, um, who brokered the deal originally, and he was her wife, and they see her as some form of god, um, who she kind of is now. But, um, we have started our construction on a new shrine to Shihai. So I trust that no decision that's made will influence that. If there is a reason that I need to change my plans, I trust you will come and speak with me first. Indeed, you have our word at that. It is in Good. all of our best interest for us to make a decision quickly. So with your leave, we would like to begin our investigations immediately. And Believe we your investigations, you've already been closed, but do what you must. You know the proclivities of my clan. We are more moved by evidence than by word. And though I respect your word and your strength with with all the honor I possess within my soul, I must also respect physical evidence. Yes, you dragon. An odd lot, that bunch. He reaches back and picks up one of the jade statues and hands it to Hida. I've presented gifts to the other two. I would be rude if I did not present one to you. And you certainly have my gratitude, given the lay of the land on which we will be entering for our continued investigation. I'm sure that there's nothing as bad as the rumors would suggest. In my experience, it is best to listen to the rumors. If I prepare for those, and the truth is less, then I shall be fine. At first, always be armed, a wise man once said. <laughs> And with that, he gives you you all's way to exit. So, you've had your, your encounter with Daigotsu Jin. Now, where would you like to head? Yeah, the palace thing's still, I guess it's a shrine, is what mm -hmm. he's actually building now. Um, That's what he's saying. Right. Well, he says he's going to build a palace, but then he indicated that what's being built now is a shrine. Right. I found it very weird that, again, that they would take time to build that before they build a decent bridge. Ambition can be quite a powerful force. At times, it can change even the flow of a river. And we must consider this building site's location in relation to the borders between our two countries. I most certainly would question the wisdom of building anything sacred in the path of a river that does not seem to know which way it wishes to run. Especially. It's almost as if he thinks that will keep us from changing it back, that the insult, if we were to wash away the shrine, would, would hold our hand. Perhaps we are not the ones that he believes will change the course of anything. 
and I believe this man's confidence and ambition speak of knowledge that is yet to be seen by us. It seems that both sides wish for us to make a decision without a thorough investigation, which means we should investigate Mm -hmm. very thoroughly. And if this man has knowledge that we do not have, we must gain that knowledge. As the building site is along our journey towards the point of this dramatic shift in nature, Mm -hmm. I believe we can accomplish both tasks with one. This I find to be wisdom. Let us go. So with that, you all go deeper into the forest to see where the path initially diverged. Will we actually go past the shrine as it's being built? Um, you could circle back that way and make that direction if you chose. It's a little bit out of the way, but not totally out of the way. I just want to kind of get an idea. Like, are they using materials that they are getting from the land here, or did they bring materials that they are using to make this shrine? And to answer that question, you'd have to do the circle by it. Is right. that what you wish to do? I think it'd yeah. be worthwhile. Yeah. It's definitely worthwhile. It yeah. speaks to his... Whether this was a plan or just ambition that the opportunity presented itself. So, yeah. Okay. Um, as you all circle back and, and up the dry lake bed that you're going to follow up to where it diverged, um, you, of course, you, you see the building materials. Uh, you get close. Um, whoever has the, the good investigation role, go ahead and give me another roll. Because as you get close, you see there is a number of people working. Only seven. <laughs> uh, yes. Miramoto, um, no, down there. That is what we were looking <laughs> Out of the trees, my friend. The one thing that, or I guess the additional things you can gather, at, at this point it all seems very generic material. Again, what you saw from a distance, there are long trees that have been cut down and are formed into pillars and posts. Um, there's a lot of stonework that has been gathered that's being cut. Uh, one of the things that you find interesting is it's primarily actually the uh, spider samurai that are doing the work. You don't see any peasants. Now, you, you do know they have a lot fewer peasants than all of the other clans, um, but it is sort of odd to a degree to see them doing this much direct heavy labor. But that's what you can make out without directly sort of approaching the construction site. Okay. I think that's just information for the back of our heads. So with that, you continue on up uh, to the – it starts getting you know more moist and more lush uh, as the plants grow in different areas. Uh, as you start to hear running water where you've seen it clearly diverge, there's a number of fallen trees you can see on, on the other side where it swept them down and out of the way. Um, you finally get up to the point where you can see you know the diversion happened, um, and it is – I mean – quite clear there is a good number of rocks and stones that have been piled up directly where the path used to go and reflecting the water off of it to change directions. So there's a dam in place. There is a dam in place. And I say, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It does seem that he has been far more forward in action than I had hoped. This sort of rash decision can only lead to strife, and if it reaches its worst point, battle. And with that, you hear this great splash, whoosh, as water shoots up into the air. You look over to where the river, and clearly a giant rock just fell down into the river, splash, coating everything down with water, and then it's silent. Is this area in hills or mountains? Uh, it, it's a forested area. So where did the rock come from? And you hear, and this time you see it sort of come arcing over and hit the water again. Sploosh! Taking a second look at this dam, 
Uh, does it appear to be the result of carefully and precisely moved rocks or a haphazard pile? Haphazard pile. <sighs> but these rocks, I mean, are bigger than you that are flying through the air. They're not small little stones. So I turn my gaze to where that boulder came from. Do I see its origin? The No, it, it, it it's too far away as far as it was, was tossed. Um, but you do hear some sort of rumblings. Are there, like, stone giants in this game that I don't know about? There's a lot of weird stuff in this game you don't know about. There are creatures that could move rocks of this size. We would not wish to meet any of them, I believe. In my experience with the spirits that inhabit the elements of this world, Mm -hmm. the earth spirits are not likely to fling themselves through the air. Earth and air do not get along. I think our path has taken us a new direction, and we must delve further into these woods. I agree with your assessment, Hida-san. And, and with that, you hear this loud growl that comes out. Couple. My hand falls to my katana. In your experience, Hida-san, what is the best course of action at this time? I propose... <laughs> <laughs> and with that, with I propose, I you, 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 you see this giant, it almost looks like a giant fat naked man, uh, about 12 feet tall, striding forward, and it has lesions all over its exposed flesh, and you almost see fainting faces moving throughout its flesh. And it sees the three of you, and it sort of cocks its head sideways, almost to a 90 degree Gives out another big, and you just see in one big leap, he jumps from where he is about 100 feet and splashes down in the water and is coming straight for the three of you. Roll initiative. I think it's time for me to go get reinforcements, guys. (laughs) Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but Campaign is coming up on Wednesday, and later this week on Thursday, we'll be playing the Feast Hall of Ash Pathfinder adventure, sponsored by More Games. So there's plenty of role-playing adventure on your way. If you liked our guests, you can check out Michael and Caleb over at therpgacademy.com, and you can check out Jim's work at yourgmacademy.com. If you like the work we do here on OneShot, be sure to tell us about it at OneShotRPG on Twitter, on Facebook at facebook.com slash OneShotPod, on Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com, or just look us up on Google+. You can also help us out by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a five-star rating and review. Those ratings and reviews help new people find the show. And they also make us feel super good. One Shot is a joint production between Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes.
Sally, no, 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 no,